Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Concora Corner, a podcast dedicated to bringing you interviews with folks working in the AC and BPM industry. I'm one of your hosts, Graham Waldrop, Director of Product here at Concora. Today, we're talking with Kevin Inke, who's the Digital Technology Manager at Climb Tools. Kevin has over 30 years of experience in sales and marketing, and talks with Kip today about his experience with marketing in today's digital age. Kevin goes over the benefits and detriments of marketing use of social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok, which as a millennial, I still don't fully understand what TikTok does or what it's about. So that was enlightening for me to hear about how you can market through TikTok. So if you're looking to better understand not only how to market better on social media platforms and the data behind how your posts reach your followers, and I think you're in for a real treat here with this upcoming interview with Kevin. So I'll see you folks after the interview. But before we begin, here's a quick word from our CEO, Kip Rapp. I wanted to thank everyone again for listening to our podcast. And if you're interested in knowing more about Concora, we help building product manufacturers get specified and purchase more by providing a great web experience that's bolted onto your website. It makes it easy for your architects, engineers, and contractors to do business online with you. Uh, we sum it up as three things. It's providing a good web experience, good content, and good tools. And we have some great tools such as submittals, sustainability, project showcases, or anything else needed by your design community to specify and purchase products. We'd be more than happy to show you a quick demo. And you can go to concora.com, C-O-N-C-O-R-A.com to learn more, read case studies, and see how other customers have grown sales with our partnership. Good stuff. Yeah, no, thanks, Kevin, for, for joining our podcast. Uh, again, look, again, I was really excited to uh, talk to you today and your involvement in more of the social media aspects of what your company does and how that can build uh, awareness and growth and sales. So I'm sure our listeners will enjoy that quite a bit. Um, did want to open it up and just... Uh, Introduce yourself, Kevin, and what you do, your company, what your company does, what makes them different. Yeah, Kip, thanks for having me on today. Uh, my name's Kevin Enke. I work as a digital technology manager for Klein Tools. Uh, Klein's been uh, a staple in the construction and electrical trades for over 160 years, family-run company. Uh, we have a lot of subsidiaries, so my role I've been in um, various sales, uh, marketing, and now um, a hybrid IT uh, support role uh, to make sure we maximize digital technologies. So I've had a lot of experience over the last decade with managing building websites, uh, strategy, uh, growing social media, and building communities uh, within the construction space. Awesome. Yeah, and, and this community, I, I don't hear as much uh, talking to other sales and marketing leaders, Kevin. And so maybe you can walk us through how you got involved and how you discovered the importance of communities and social media. And, and I know there's a lot of, when people say social media, it's quite diverse. <laughs> it means a lot of yeah. things. And <laughs> there's what LinkedIn and Facebook and TikTok and Pinterest. And we have listeners that are in marketing either leaders or coordinators and and some of them I, I run into, they don't do a lot of social media and because everyone has their own limits and resources and skill sets. So how did you guys get into that and figure out that this was important for what you're doing? 
Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, certainly social media, uh, as you said, takes many forms. Uh, I remember back in, um, you know, in the 90s, uh, talking in the construction space that uh, people were asking, will websites be relevant? And now, you know, they're driving a lot of, uh, you know, uh, dollars and, and um, you know, views from customers. So, uh, certainly what I love about working at Klein Tools is, you know, you look at the logo and at the center of it is uh, a lineman who's who's climbing uh, the telephone poles and keeping our power on, especially important lately. You know, so we're appreciative of our customers. And um, that's something that I've always had a passion for through my career is being customer centric. And, and um, you know, a lot of companies uh, get customer feedback and that's how you, you know, create innovation is being tapped into your customers and you know, more and more they want a relationship and there's a lot to be learned. Uh, so social media isn't just a one-way conversation. That's where I talk about it more as a community, you know, and it can range, um, you know, it's not just your typical sites, you know, like Facebook is a large audience, but, uh, you know, and, and Pinterest has its own space uh, depending on what you're, what you're doing and what you're targeting. But, um, you know, also forums and communities and, and a lot of, Actually, what happens in community management on our side are the conversations that don't happen um, in public. It's a lot of the conversations and engagement that happens, you know, not only off a post, but in the uh, direct messaging that you get, uh, that you tend to build with your community. And the goal there is really to, you know, get that, you know, get those um, groups of supporters and advocates to help uh, support your case and take it out on the job site on a daily basis. So that's something we've, uh, uh, we've enjoyed doing. No, that's very cool. So, I mean, I'm not <clears throat> anywhere well-versed in this community type of uh, philosophy that you're saying, and, and it definitely sounds intuitive where you're saying that it's really how you engage with your community and it's not just a one-way conversation. It's not just LinkedIn, but it's assumingly it's any type of place where you can interact and have genuine relationships. And it sounds like from there, you're building advocates and trust. And it is assuming, I guess, having kind of that genuine relationship that is timely and honest and uh, respectful is, is that seem right for what you mean by community? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, trust in a brand is is a cornerstone, right? And so that's the extension of what you're doing uh, on social media. And certainly you have to listen, you have to cultivate, you know, what your audience is, who you're targeting, and, and the channels come into play too, right? So as an example, LinkedIn is more of a, you know, professional targeted uh, in the construction market toward uh, larger construction firms, for instance, um, you know, in, in about company culture and things like that, you know, versus uh, Facebook's more of a general conversation with the construction audience. And, you know, Instagram has really become popular with uh, construction workers because it's so simple, right? It's, uh, you know, less ads out there, uh, very simple, snap a picture, um, easy to search with the hashtags. And we've seen TikTok kind of grow. So basically you have to understand, you know, what what platform are your customers on and and what kind of conversations do they want to have? You know, YouTube's been big for a long time, and it's the second largest search engine after, you know, Google itself. A lot of people get information, and it's great for long-form videos, and people, you know, our audience does tutorials and reviews, and then 
works great for their audience and to get uh, the word out for us as well when we try and support that group. But, um, you know, coming into basically Twitter started it with short, uh, you know, videos, but now, you know, Instagram picked up and TikTok's now, you know, kind of made that 15 second uh, wow video or kind of demonstration uh, more and more popular these days. Is is most of your audience, you mentioned construction workers, is is there is that the large majority of their other people that you're trying to build communities with? Yeah, it's mainly the the target. Like I said, depending on the platform, of course, you know, we're in the process of starting, you know, new dedicated sites for our our culture and careers area, you know, so that's targeting really people who want to see what it's like at Klein. Um, we do that uh, careers part on LinkedIn, but you know, places like Facebook, uh, YouTube, that's all you know, contractor focused, um, you know, so really. Knowing your audience, it's not typically, you know, not that uh, do-it-yourselfers don't use our tools, um, but with all the tool companies I've worked with, you focus on the the pros. And then, you know, a lot of cases, if you uh, talk about a, um, you know, a DIY topic, the pros uh, who do it for a living don't necessarily feel that you're talking to them. So it's very important to be on target and, and uh, you know, the contractor is really the, the focus of what we talk to and, and put content out for. Sure. Yeah, I was talking to someone else, uh, Kevin, the other day who mentioned that, you know, people care about not only, I guess, in your case, these uh, construction workers about the tools that you you have and why yours is better. But they also care about what Klein stands for, and what their cultural definition, what their sustainable definition is. Do you see that as important in your communities too? to promote that? Is, is there a connection between that and making better relationships with your customers? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, you know, it's not unique to us, but, uh, you know, it's also something that, you know, we take great pride in, you know, we, our management's really, um, you know, made a point to, to share what Klein is about. And like I said, that's why we're, you know, putting up the careers exclusive site and, and on our pages, we share, you know, different events and activities we do. Certainly we don't talk about all the charitable stuff we do, but people get a sense of what, uh, you know, what we're supporting and how we're, you know, promoting the certain core values that we have, you know, certainly, a lot of people are interested in the fact that we are a U.S.-based company, a lot of U.S. manufacturing. You know, people have, uh, you know, we're actually working with other groups. Like right now, there's a Klein Tools uh, collectors group on Facebook that we're um, helping to support. But, uh, you know, they go back and have pliers as old as 1908 to 1906. Um, you know, so it's pretty cool to see and, and support those guys and, looking back at the history and what Klein Tools has meant to the trade and, you know, electricians and linemen and HVAC, um, you know, so that's all part of, like you said, it's building that relationship. You know, a lot of the posts we put up are really come from our audience. I, I believe in user generated content. So, you know, let them tell the story. We could talk about product features and benefits, but more interested in how our customers use things. But like you said, you know, company culture is a big part and, and, you know, you continue to see posts on that so you can peel back and look at what actually life is like uh, within our company. Sure. And let's say, uh, you know, a lot of our uh, listeners, Kevin, let's say, let's say they're in marketing and they're a traditional marketer or digital marketer and they have some awareness of social media 
and they want to adopt more of this community approach that you're suggesting. Are there, and, and a lot of our customers too, Kevin, are uh, looking at uh, commercial sales or residential sales or selling to contractors. So is there anything that you can give advice on, on how they could start, what's important? I, I know it's quite diverse, but any thoughts you can share on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think like a lot of things you can, you can scale it, you know, as small as you want to start it and as big as you want to grow it. Um, you know, these days, uh, social media is, you know, one of those outlets like email and calling up a company used to be, it's a, a great pipeline to get feedback from your customers. So um, if you have a website presence, you know, it makes sense to have, you know, at least one or two of the channels out there from a social perspective. If you're going to do it right, it's really not a part-time effort. Uh, ideally, you have a dedicated, uh, you know, person or if you want to work with an outside agency. Either way, the key, I think, to start it, uh, is to have a strategy. You know, who's your customer? What do you want to say to them? And, uh, you know, basically from there, once you understand that, uh, you get a platform, um, you know, Hootsuite. We use Falcon.io, Sprout Social. There's plenty that start out with free plans that you can grow into as you, you get bigger and do more things. But I think the most important thing in all that is to take the time to listen. So whoever it is, your customers are going to tell you how they feel. And, you know, so you should take their feedback and, and um, know what you're going to do with that. Then ultimately, you know, your customers want to hear from you. Uh, one of the more important things is to have a content calendar, you know, review it with whoever um, manages the communications and, in our part, we share with a good um, part of the company so that everybody's aware of what we're posting and everybody can update their customers or feel comfortable with what we're saying. You know, other industries that have more regulation, of course, you have to have that uh, part of it reviewed too. But having a calendar, you know, means that you can uh, basically understand and your customers can expect a regular um, stream of, of types of content. Yeah. With, with that, I, I, I'm following along with you, you have a web, you have published some channels on there the social channels, ideally have a dedicated person. And then you mentioned you need to take the time to listen. So for our listeners, I mean, what are you listening for? Is it for what customers want to hear about client? Is it about their problems? Is it about what they're trying to do, but what are you listening for? Yeah, Kip, that's a, a great question. I think there's a few different things, you know, first um, I'm a big believer in the test, learn, optimize, you know, so, you know, you're not going to be an expert on what exactly works. And sometimes, you know, you, you can't create, go in wanting to create viral content that does, doesn't work that way. Right. So um, basically you have to try different types of content and see what your, you know, your customers feel or think about it. You know, you take the feedback. So, you know, it's as simple as, you know, you can look at the uh, comments. Ideally, um, as you get more into it, uh, these platforms that I mentioned allow you to, you know, review uh, some of the analytics. So it's a little bit right brain, left brain. You want the creativity. You want to make sure you're putting good imagery and content out there. But then you want to come back on the other side and, and measure it. Uh, and make sure, you know, you could see what's resonating with your customers, you know, what did, what performed better. 
but probably most importantly is type of content. Do they like photos? Um, you know, did they like uh, particular product posts or, you know, uh, posts on what you did culture wise or, or, um, you know, uh, special events or days. And I think what's important for management too, you know, as you're talking about, uh, you know, and what's great about our management is they understand, you know, they want the engagement and, you know, we're also using this uh, typically in most companies, if a well-run social media platform becomes your second largest, um, you, you know, driver for your website traffic uh, behind search. So that's very important to drive people to your website. And then ultimately the goal is, um, you know, uh, leading those people through what they want to see on your company or your product or service. What you're listening for, it, it won't, it depends on what's important based on that community, the company, the customers they have, and maybe there's some experimenting. And at some point, as you mentioned, it could be visual content, it could be educational, it could be cultural. And once you have that, then you're able to then analyze and look at the performance metrics. So if it's engagement or traffic of some sort, and that can really help build it organically after that. Yeah. If you love continuous learning, I mean, that's what I find most fascinating about social and community management. Um, You know, you're, you're never going to be necessarily set in a way that you're not learning something on every post every day. So, you know, it's really interesting to see, you know, how in, in each different platform, the audiences tend to react a little differently. So there's plenty to learn there. And I think, you know, as you go you get down the road, you know, like I said, a lot of people, you're also listening, you know, some people uh, take to social media to um, talk about what their issues are if they can't get through on, on the phone or email um, you know, a lot of people reach out through social media to try and get their questions answered. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it's important to, I think, listen, you know, not only from a customer service standpoint, but also what, what type of information do they like to hear about? And then ultimately you start growing that community aspect, uh, as you start, uh, you know, building relationships, that's the part that takes a little bit longer is really to see, you know, who's, really going to give you feedback, both good and bad, that you can take back and learn from. Sure. And then besides your normal social media outlets for communities, um, you, you kind of alluded to some other things like forums and maybe there's um, websites where, in your case, uh, contractors congregate. Is that what you're alluding to? Is that there's wherever these community either are either sponsoring these communities or adding value to existing communities. Uh, you're finding out where they may lie anyways, and it could be hard to find it. But is that part of what you were saying? Uh, you know, so it's beyond just, uh, you know, I'm going to start or have a Facebook page and I'm going to post uh, twice a week. Um, you know, we get we tend to get involved. Uh, we have a loyalty club uh, that has its own, you know, website. And, and um, you have to look holistically at these customers, you know, there's overlap. And in some cases, there isn't, right? So somebody who may be on Twitter would never go on Instagram, and vice versa. Um, you know, there's also, uh, if you're not established, there's great groups, especially on the Facebook side, uh, that have, uh, you know, taken a deep dive into your industry already, or maybe even your brand. And so that's where we we tend to support people, um, you know, either through reposting their content or 
having conversations with them, uh, giving them feedback on, you know, reviews or videos that they've done, you know, and then of course there's forums, um, you know, necessarily need to have your own, but, you know, a lot of the industry trades have uh, good activity going on, you know, electrician talks one in our industry that does a really good job and we tend to, you know, support them and try and understand what people are talking about, um, you know, outside of a, a client run entity to see what uh, what's going on in the industry in general. So, yeah, I, I know we went off a little bit on that with listening, what to produce, how to measure it. Um, and then you were mentioning in your kind of framework, the content calendar and making sure that that's available for the company. So could you walk us through the other salient points of, of this, if someone's trying to build out a, maybe their social media community 101 <laughs> framework. <laughs> yeah. You know, to start from the 101 standpoint, like I said, you, you go back to making sure, you know, that you know the voice of the company. And, and if you have somebody, um, you know, that's kind of focusing on social, I've seen plenty of times you've got uh, somebody who's kind of getting started to uh, maybe uh, likes the excitement of social, but doesn't necessarily capture the voice of the company. Um, that's pretty, that, that that's out there sometimes. So that's why I like, you know, the more people um, in the company that see the content, the better, you know, you get a lot of feedback, but it's better to get it on the front end than later on. So that's why I really encourage and, and appreciate when management gets involved and uh, gets excited and, and uh, shares in, uh, feedback uh, for what they want to say out there. I mean, it's, uh, you know, if you do it right on the 101, the manager should want to get their message out uh, and create, you know, what story they tell and what new products or services they have that, uh, you know, people are interested to hear about. These social uh, platforms are a great way to get that out there. Part of it's a give and take, you know, in our case, impressions are nice, but, uh, you know, how people are engaging with the content is more important, you know, is it uh, resonating with the group? So there's a lot of metrics, probably about, you know, 100 or 200 you can measure, but try and narrow it down to one or two key ones, you know. In our case, it's that and then driving people to our website. So those are two things that, that we um, measure and then report back to management on, on what we're doing. No, thanks, Kevin. Yeah, we, we have a lot of um, folks that, you know, predominantly building materials and uh, are made up of small businesses. And I, I think there's like 13,000 or 14,000 small businesses that are under 50 million in the U.S. And the biggest challenge I see with them is like, well, you know, our brand is not well known, right? And, you know, one would assume with any of these, it's uh, how do you get people to engage with you? So do you have any kind of like hacks or growth hacks that if you're a smaller company and I, I would assume one of the goals of the community and social media is, is to grow engagement and awareness, of your company, any tips or uh, things that the small business marketer can do to help improve that and less trial and error. What's been great about uh, the internet and then social media kind of as the next way behind that is it's the great, great uh, equalizer it kind of democratizes uh, what's out there, you know, so very much, you know, it doesn't depend on size. You can get your message out there. Um, so, you know, what I would say is 
get started, get posting, even if you don't have your own platform, you know, get involved in the ones that uh, are, run communities in your industry, you know, and start uh, getting involved in the discussion. Um, you know, ultimately, uh, there's a lot, uh, you know, LinkedIn is a really good platform, I would say, for business. Um, you know, certainly uh, you can get your word out there pretty quickly. Facebook and Instagram are really big platforms. Uh, even though you may have an audience of, let's say, 10,000 people uh, to get started, all your posts aren't going to reach all your customers. Actually, Facebook uh, or Instagram will show your post to about three or four percent of your uh, followers to begin. Uh, it expands your audience if it's, uh, you know, if, if people start engaging with it, uh, then they'll show it to more and more of your audience. You know, really focusing on creating engaging content and, and picking the platforms where you know uh, you have people interested. You know, I would say a lot of people talk about influencers and, you know, we're not talking about necessarily, you know, paid influencers and people who, you know, do this for a living and, and uh, the people who are living in a YouTube and TikTok house right now um, on pop culture. But you know, you look at the people who are in your industry that have um, a little larger audience and you start to collaborate or work with them, that can bring your, that's one of the growth hacks, I think, that can bring visibility to your brand. If you have people that you share a common audience with, uh, do some collaborations and, and that'll get you exposed to a larger audience. Yeah, so it seems like what you're saying is, well, just get started, right? And um, I know I was talking to some other people you know, with LinkedIn and there's techniques about if you're posting, engage with it, encourage engagement, like it, um, link out, and it, it helps uh, improve, I guess, the algorithms, like you mentioned with Facebook. Yeah. I assume it's the same there, right? Is where, if no, it's really, yeah. You start out with a larger audience, Kip, uh, you know, but in any platform, the more engagement you get, the wider it's going to go. Typically, all these platforms, you know, part of how they make money is advertising. You know, you don't necessarily need to start out advertising on these platforms, but, uh, uh, you know, it, it helps. Um, in the case, what we tend to like to do is when you get a, a certain organic uh, push to start, you know, you can tell people are interested in the topic. Then you can come back around and have a, a little bit of a budget to, you know, boost those posts out a little bit. And what's nice about all these platforms is you can be very targeted about, uh, you know, what audience you can send your message out to. LinkedIn, very good. Uh, you know, you could target particular trade groups that people belong to or, or um, you know, other areas, uh, you know, from a business perspective. Same thing, you can look at demographics for Facebook or Instagram, have engaging content to start and then, you know, do a little bit of uh, ad boosting doesn't need to be that expensive. You can spend, you know, $15, $20 a day for a couple of days. So it's it's not like uh, the days of uh, buying a print uh, ad in a magazine or or a billboard. It's it's reachable and it gives you, you know, good stats on who who's engaging with your uh, content there. Yeah, no, that's interesting because you were saying you, you really want to listen to not only what is the voice of the company you're trying to convey to your community, but also what is important to your community. It's a conversation, I would assume, across any of these channels. And 
if it's interesting, then to engage. And I know, I know I was looking at YouTube the other day and it's interesting there because if you have interesting topics, then the algorithms will then recommend that to people that aren't necessarily subscribed to your channel. So I assume it's the same with these other social media channels to then have organic conversations that are interesting to your current folks, like the construction workers in your case, but then it becomes larger where then other construction workers will say, oh yeah, I was thinking about this too. And it shows up in my Facebook feed or YouTube feed. And then it grows. Is that how it generally works? Yeah. I mean, uh, artificial intelligence uh, can work in a good way. You know, some people get creeped out about uh, why am I being recommended this? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, people complain about, uh, you know, if you, you're talking to your uh, home system, you know, like Google, that they'll uh, follow you around. Um, that's not what we're talking about. Basically, a lot of people, you know, keep it simple. Um, yeah, but uh, all, you know, Facebook and YouTube, they're trying to find things that interest you, right? That so they're most interested in uh, getting views. Um, that's their big push. And so anytime there's good uh, content out there that people are starting to like, um, that benefits them. And if it's your content, of course, that benefits you. So, yeah, I mean, that's all part of, uh, you know, I'd say the good side of artificial intelligence is that it's picking content that I like to see or, or want to see and exposing me to things that uh, maybe I wouldn't have uh, searched on my own. I tend to embrace that and say, okay, you know, what that means for you know, a small business or a manufacturer is, you know, make sure you're putting out stuff that uh, is interesting to people. And then, you know, you don't have to worry about necessarily the technology of it. But um, if you get a little deeper into it, make sure the right uh, keywords or, you know, kind of phrases that uh, people are searching or responding to are, are in your your posts. You know, like I said earlier, that's where hashtags help, you know, because people search based on, you know, hashtags. And uh, if you have the right hashtag, you know, you might want to try and create your own and you have 10 views on that. Nobody's going to search for that. Right. But, um, you know, if you have something like safety is important to us and you tag it safety first, you know, that crowd that's interested in safety will will search that and see see your post based on that. And some people subscribe to those certain hashtags. So those are all things to be aware of is, you know, kind of make sure you know, what's your focus? Um, you know, for us, like I said, safety and make sure you're, you know, getting the, that content and the right words out there so that people can find you. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier, and this is, I guess, from my executive viewpoint, it's like, okay, so my marketing leader comes to me and says, okay, we, we want to invest in social media and community building. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, how, how do we connect the dots with um, business outcomes? So, yeah, I'm curious about, you mentioned a few things that were very interesting that you are measuring to web traffic, which there's some engagement measure, there's some uh, awareness measure, there's some demand generation measure. So how do you equip maybe our audience to say, hey, I, I need to convince my boss that this is a good thing and we may need to hire a person or we can maybe start with an agency. But are there any things that you would say to really equip them to get approval to get into this area? Yeah, definitely, uh, Kip. I think there's two parts to, you know, any type of content, website, social media. There's, if you look at the user journey, 
you know, certainly these platforms are good to get awareness out there. So you want people to understand your company, kind of prep them for what you're about, uh, give them examples or, or, you know, kind of case studies on how other people have succeeded with your product or service. You know, that's all great. And that's where I think, you know, impressions is kind of a leading indicator. Awareness is more important because then you see how excited your audience is, um, you know, from that standpoint. And then the ultimate goal for us as a manufacturer, we're driving them to our website. And then on our website, uh, we have, you know, buy buttons that uh, reference our manufacturers. And so then they can go take action, either, you know, move their feet down the street and uh, go to the store or click online, see where it's carried or buy it online there. So, you know, those are all things that we measure uh, from the standpoint of, you know, product page views and then how many people actually click the the buy uh, button and how much revenue that generated. So there are systems to do more of that. And then I think that's kind of getting into the second phase, which is, you know, more of what's emerging as social commerce. Uh, really exciting, I think, for you know, people who, you know, direct to their customers. In a lot of cases, you can get leads. You know, if you do a campaign, for instance, on LinkedIn, uh, basically the follow-up can be have them email me rather than just go to my website and then you can follow up with them and they're raising their hands that they're interested. So, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, areas and even in Facebook, you know, if you create a, a campaign and another you know, kind of have a landing page that talks about that or your product page and then have them, you know, sign up there or go direct to purchase. Um, Those are all things that are measurable and lead directly to uh, sales or, you know, lead generation. So now that's becoming more commonplace that both social and web can help you drive uh, sales directly. Sure. Well, no, thanks for that. And I I know we're getting to more the end of our session. I, I did want to approach one other topic though, let, let's say in that scenario, which you said, you know, there's definitely some ways to make this uh, relevant and important to the executive team if, if we're trying to invest in this as a company or building material company and tracking that back to demand generation, engagement and awareness back to the website. And then there, it sounds like there's more direct ways to do that with campaigns, direct demand generation campaigns on these social channels. I know we just started trying out LinkedIn forms, which, you know, saves a step, right? They can look at what you're doing and then fill it out directly versus clicking a few other buttons. Um, But what, let's say uh, the executive team's uh, thumbs up and they want to invest in this social community program. What would be an ideal person? Is it Someone with 10 years of experience, is there a personality trait? Is it out of college? Can, can you share about what would be a good candidate that can help really at least facilitate this investment? Yeah, Kip, uh, great question. I think first and foremost, it's somebody who understands and embraces your company culture because, you know, in reality, they're one of your uh, frontline representatives for your company. And uh, if you do it, uh, social and community building right they're they're having the conversations with directly with your customers which you know in a lot of cases doesn't happen a lot of other places in your company as well so i think that's most important is really take the time to get them indoctrinated into your business and the culture that you have uh, so they can live it and then share that with your audience um, outside of that we typically you know like somebody who has community management experience um 
you know, a lot of times things come up and you, you have to make decisions on how you're going to respond to, to different people and different approaches. You know, you'll always have somebody, you know, again, even somebody who's done it 10 years that'll, you know, learn and optimize. But um, ideal if you're getting started, you know, at least as a baseline, we like to, you know, kind of ask the first question, you know, do you have experience with a social media management platform like a Sprout Social, a Hootsuite, uh, you know, Koros or uh, Falcon? And that tells us at least a little bit that they've they've helped manage um, the aspects in uh, a midsize uh, company. So they know the ins and outs of how to schedule and, and manage uh, posts. And then the great thing is if somebody, you know, ideally – uh, what's great about uh, something like this, like websites or social is it's measurable, right? So always ask for examples, you know, if you've done this before, where, you know, where you posted and what kind of uh, stuff you posted and what kind of results you have. You know, like I said, I, I think it's uh, a hybrid of part art and part science. So you need somebody who's uh, creative enough, you know, to, to get the right content and, and um, good visuals together but analytical enough to understand, you know, what's working and what's not. So. No, no, great there, Kevin. And I guess one, one last corollary to that. Maybe I say, Hey, sorry, we can't hire a person, but let's try with an agency. Uh, in that aspect, are there things that our listeners could ask the agency or look for to say, Oh yeah, these good guys would be really good at partnering for kind of a social community strategy. And again, I, I know some of that's based on what you just said. Do they have experience or understand these uh, social media management platforms? But anything right. else to add to that? Yeah, I mean, the one of the classic phrases, what gets measured gets done, right? So I think if you're going to work with an agency, um, one of the great things about working with agencies is they have uh, experience across a, a bunch of different uh, groups and industries even, and they can bring you, you know, some unique best practices that, Maybe you couldn't get from from the inside, um, but also that's where you have to kind of watch, uh, you know, where they're um, working on other industries. You know your industry best, so I think if you're going to work with an agency, get one that's uh, done it before, one that can bring, you know, unique ideas. But uh, you know, if you have your strategy and your audience clearly defined and work with them on that, then you know you can get pretty successful results to to get started there. Do you recommend that they would need to be a domain expert in what you're doing? Um, I don't think they need to uh, necessarily know your industry. If you have somebody that's working with them to understand that company culture, like I said, mm -hmm. um, you know, just as long as they have that guidance, they're fine. The different platforms change. Uh, if that's what you're asking, you know, certainly TikTok really was very different six months ago than it is now. Pinterest was hot and certainly is really important, uh, you know, for certain audiences doing certain things. But, you know, for us, it's it's better for builders to target homeowners, uh, mm -hmm. as an example, um, and not necessarily, you know, for us to target the contractors on a platform like that. If you can tell uh, either a direct hire or an agency here's what we're trying to say, here's what we're, our company's about, and here's who we're targeting, and you just uh, hold them to that, then, you know, they can get off and running. Well, great. Well, Kevin, it's been a pleasure, and I've, I've learned a lot, and you, you seem very, very impressive, obviously, with uh, this topic. And if anyone in the audience is curious and wanted to reach out to you or your company, how could they do that? 
Yeah, sure. Um, you know, feel free to visit our uh, social pages. Um, you can also uh, reach out with any questions to me. Uh, send an email to K-E-N-K-E at kleintools.com, K-L-E-I-N-T-O-O-L-S. Um, yeah, so be happy to answer any questions there. And Kip really enjoyed the conversation. Certainly it's a deep topic, but hopefully we uh, encourage some people to dip the toe in and get, get rolling. All right, folks, that wraps us up for today's show. So you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud by searching for The Concord Corner. And if you'd like to, we'd love a rating and a short review if you listen on Apple. Any feedback is appreciated on any of our shows that are coming out and or just the show in general, or if you just want to say hello. Uh, you can find out more about Concora and our services at www.concora.com. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash LLC. We are on Twitter at Concora. And you can find us on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash company slash Concora. Thank you for listening and have a great day. <laughs>